Listen, players. <laughs> You're listening to the Movement, Strength and Play podcast by the School of Calisthenics. Here are your hosts, Tim and Jacko. popular phrase that says always a pleasure never a chore and no better has a phrase ever applied to when we get mr will greenwood rugby legend on the podcast for a little bit of a chat and this time not about rugby particularly more about physical pension and an ex-pro athlete who absolutely smashes himself in the gym and can't stop doing it but needs to kind of work a little bit on thinking about longevity so jacko what a pleasure it was to have will back on the podcast yeah this uh I mean, crikey! When when we were younger, like you'd look up to you're looking up to guys like Will Green who won the World Cup with England, and to to have a to be that successful in a sport like rugby or whatever sport, any sport, to be at the top of the game, like you've got to have a mentality that's striving and pushing and um, and always searching for for better, which um, Will described as his one of his sort of purposes in life, and he's still using that today to drive himself uh, on and on um, but we're we're just trying to provide a little bit of um, physical respite shall we say to, um, to to help him still to be able to carry on enjoying his body as he's reaching close to now 50 and, and beyond and um, there's some uh, uh, there's some collaborative work that we're doing where uh, he's using the Scorecast Next new coaching app and um, yeah there's a there's an investment and guidance to be able to to do that investment in his physical pension, particularly a lot of like corrective uh, exercise for his sort of squat pattern, so that he can enjoy the rowing that he's doing, can enjoy the running that he wants to be able to do. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of you will get a his 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 own story will resonate with you. And um, yeah, look forward to if you listen to what he starts giving out some very good advice for himself, but that advice will be great for you um, as well. Yeah, if you're someone who just can't help going to the gym or training and absolutely smash yourself every time, this is one for you. And if you are one of those sorts of people, you also need to think a little bit more carefully about your recovery, which brings us seamlessly onto thanking the podcast sponsors for this week, Newton Wood, who have got the highest quality Epsom salts and they produce one of mine and Jacko's favourite recovery options, the Epsom salts, allowing you to get full regeneration from the muscles you go into maybe a little podcast with it you can go back and listen to but my favorite one is the effect it has on sleep a big dose of magnesium before bed properly puts the lights out and you get that really restorative sleep and when we're talking about recovery getting those eight hours of good quality sleep is the number one thing that we're looking for with any athlete that we work with of helping them to get that recovery on point there's lots of gimmicks in the game but sleep is the number one that you need to look after first and this is a great product which is going to help you to do that yeah, you can get them. Um, they've come in these beautiful little sachets that you um, you can actually just buy one sample if you want to just test it out. Two pound fifty to to try that out. Stick it in your bath. Uh, Tim even used them uh, in the shower. And uh, yeah, it's a bit of it's a it's a chance also. I like it when you put it in as a bath option. It's an automatic time where you're like you're having to dedicate some time out, and it's uh, it's. Uh, it's a damn regulation exercise in itself. So you're going to get some of those, that lovely parasympathetic response by just flipping, chilling out and, and sitting in the bath and not training, um, let alone the benefits it's going to get for replacing magnesium stores, as to mention improving uh, your restful recovery sleep um, because, of, uh, because of the benefits you're going to get. 
So all natural, dissolves really quick. As Jacko says, you can use them in the shower, check them out. The information is all in the show notes for the links so you can go and have a look at those. And without further ado, while you're thinking about your recovery and smashing it out at the same time, enjoy Mr. Will Greenwood on the School of Calisthenics podcast, now known as the Movement Strength and Play podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Tim. I thought he was going to... I was like, hold on a minute, he just butchered that. And he's like, no, absolutely smashed it. And then all of a sudden, I've now butchered it because I've brought that up. It's all right. It's all right. They know what it is. The Movement Strength and Play podcast. Jacko. Roll that jingle. So, Will, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? Great. Sun shining. Um, Kids back at school. Got a chance, I think, to go and see family soon. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. You boys good? Yes, we're very good. And um, I think one thing for, we say welcome back because um, the, the avid listeners will know that um, you are on, on podcast 95. So if people want the sort what? of. The, no, I can remember, what? yeah. The it was, first it was, one was 95. But not in 1995. It was episode 95. No, I know that. You've had, you've had more than 95 podcasts. Oh, mate, we're on, this is 170 or something, 175. Right, you run out of mates, that's why you come back to me. Fair yeah, play, yeah, yeah. we're going we're around, around again. two now, we're just going around every, <laughs> everybody. I'd be, I'd, be on, I'd be on podcast, welcome back to an old friend of mine on podcast eight, we're back round to the start again, because I've only got seven <laughs> mates. I actually don't want any more mates, so if you want to be my mate, sod off. Uh, I'm happy with the people I've got. Uh, and maybe getting one new friend every decade for the next four decades that I'll be alive will be enough for me. <laughs> Are we in that eight, me and Jacko? No. Just me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got to wait till 2020 or 2030 <laughs> to try and get in. Like 10 years. <laughs> um, one, thing, uh, one thing that people, if you haven't already noticed, um, Will is full of... Um, all sorts and can take us in all sorts of directions, but just for the for for people, just to, an awareness that former rugby player with England won the World Cup, former Lions, all that jazz, and we're talking a bit of detail about that in podcast episode ninety five. If you haven't uh, and want to talk about that, uh, or if you want to hear a little bit more of the detail of that, then obviously you can go back and listen to that. But um, today, uh, in this episode, we want to talk a little bit more about the sort of investment in our physical pension that you've been going on a little bit of a journey, probably. I feel like we connected originally around you'd got into a bit of CrossFit, having done um, finished your rugby career, and we talk we talked a lot about injuries and everything before. But almost, what's that transition sort of been like, and how how are we currently trying to? Oh, just start with like what does what does like looking after your body now look like for you? What is it that you actually want out of your training, and how's that changed? Uh, has it changed? So I think we've always. I'm now 48 and a half, like... Do you Adrian. still count half years? Right, Adrian, I, that I think as you get older, the, it's like Adrian Mole, the life of Adrian Mole, 12 and three quarters. Uh, <laughs> I think when you're young, you you work in months and weeks and then that disappears. And then as you get older, I think it comes back into play because you're just, right. just glad to make each half, each, each half year is a big, big, big stepping stone. Um... I think the previous 48 and a quarter years, I've sort of felt immortal 
I've sort of felt, you know, I've had six shoulder reconstructions and all sorts of injuries, but you sort of feel like that. I'll be all right next week. I'll be all right in a couple of months. And then in lockdown, I've done a fair amount of training uh, with a group of mates on Zoom. We're going to enter the the team over 50s rowing world championships next year. Um, we've got a tidy little team. I've got full uh, 1970s East German European tracksuits, Adidas. Not, Please tell me they're all are they all like former England rugby players or is it? Uh, they should have been. They just never got picked. But they were they were nah, lads I'd always yeah. want on my team. And um, so doing all that, doing bit bit, and just started to fall apart a bit. Uh, you know, right at the start of lockdown, the rugby club did a five k time trial, and I, I felt pretty pleased at forty seven and a half as I was then when we first went into lockdown. Um, I was halfway around a 5k where I was going to go very close to sub 20 which I think is alright 20 minutes I think it's alright at this age to, yeah. to be sub 4 minute k's and I pinged my calf and I sort of had problems with it ever since and I realised it's sort of connected to my back and then we sort of shifted to rowing we've got some proper rowers These one of them lads can do a sort of 6.16 2k and he's 50 so for for your rowing mate lads and mates out there, um, that's like averaging one thirty four. For nice for two for two k, it's 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 yeah. lumpy numbers. I'm the slowest, so I'm a sort of six forty four times six forty three and a half. You know, and it's, it's anyway, put all these little bits together, and yeah, I just thought I need to look after myself a little bit more and slow down to speed up. Um, and actually lockdown hurt me because in CrossFit I was doing some great squats overhead squats pull-ups and so you're working all over I think I've almost overly focused on one slash two disciplines Mm. and hurt myself in those one or two disciplines and and, and struggled to find the right balance to it in the in the urge to be feeling busy during lockdown to train every day and train hard every day but the same thing and so perhaps not counter stretch to open up the body because I've been rowing and leaning forward and shortening the adductors and everything's been getting tighter and shorter in a specific movement and then you so anyway it's a long way of putting it to just feeling really tight hamstrings glutes Lower back. You, you sent me. Uh, you sent me a great photo of uh, so how training's going. You said uh, th- through the. So Will is using the um, the online coaching app. You sent me a great photo of this is this is the face I pull when I'm um, doing my foam rolling on the on the adductors, and it was. Oh, it was. It might have been the, the, Is it the ITB? Oh, maybe on the IT band as oh, well. Oh yeah. my god. <laughs> yeah, you just you literally could touch me ITB with a feather duster and I'd be climbing the roof. <laughs> uh, oh, so anyway, so I started and classic me. It's like you know you go to the dentist and they say you need to floss. So you do like three days of mad flossing, and then go <laughs> can't be asked, can't be asked for this. Um, so I came out of the traps flying with the app, and it's brilliant. Uh, it's so good. Then I sort of binge, binge use the app. Yeah, I'm learning that it's not about binge using because what I find is it's the old classic: if you're thirsty, it's too late. You're already dehydrated. Mm. At the moment, 
I'm using the app when it's too late and my back's tight and my hamstrings are tight and my glutes are tight and then it frees it all up and then I train like a lunatic and I go, oh, I'm a bit tight, but I go back to the app. So it's understanding the app is built for prehab, for longevity and the reality is for um, increased workload and, and PBs. Um, and if you use it like that, you, that's, so that's my plan. We're now yeah. approaching May and yeah so now the rugby club has opened I'm doing a lot of the app whilst the team may warm up doing some sprints and not some sprints but some build up work to getting towards high energy high impact work because we can do even with COVID you're allowed to do sort of 15 minutes contact back at rugby club level Um, so the bits I join in on training at my rugby club but when they go into some of the full contact stuff, I might just take myself off to the side and I'll do three or four of the exercises, um, yeah. some, some glute bridges, um, some, some lunges where you then reach back and grab the foot at the back and really open up the, the hip flexor uh, and just go through some of the really enjoying using the plank, the what rotating one foot, then the other, then the other really switches on my core and my adductor and feel, feel much better for it. Um, and I need to, because the reality is my lower back right side is bad. Um, and unless I move to Ibiza and live out there in slightly warmer climes, if I continue to live in the UK, I will, I will continue to have six months of the year where I will have to sit down to put my socks on. Yeah. I think that, so just a bit of context for people listening that you're we've done a, a bit of a more like a corrective exercise program specifically for you looking at like you, how you how you are currently moving and, and particularly using like a squat assessment that we like to do with people and um putting some specific stuff to try and help you with that and i want uh, we'll come back I, I wanted to come back to that but I first wanted to ask a bit of a, a wider question that you mentioned a couple of times around like mindset and almost like coming out of the traps hard and then like feeling good and then, and then doing this and then like something changed right now. I have to go back and address it. And it, it, it sounds a lot like, um, and I felt a very similar of like our rugby, like our rugby mindset that got us through playing rugby, playing games and what you had to do to, to be the best you could be for a game. Almost like we take that into other areas where I feel sometimes that that mindset doesn't help me when I'm trying to change the way I'm moving or living or whatever. Do you you ever feel like that sort of mindset that you build through rugby that obviously helps you push yourself, but sometimes can hinder yourself through the same same mindset or not? Look, I I completely agree with you there. Uh, Not just for the sake of agreeing. I just, I think, I sort of I know my purpose. I, I, my purpose in life is to strive for improvement. I've not quite articulated my stump speech yet, but I just I don't believe in perfection, but I believe in the pursuit of better. Mm. So that's my sort of long term purpose: the pursuit of better. Where I then need to bridge, I need to have the pursuit of better being connected by two legs of the bridge, the two ends of the bridge, on the one end with the short term and then the other end on the long term, and I need to combine them. At the moment, 
my pursuit of better is all short-term focused. Train harder right now and better. Go hard, full whack, nine out of ten, and better. Sometimes, and I'm just talking about the physical side of things here, sometimes the pursuit of better over the course of the year will be one hard session, one medium session, one school of calisthenics app mobility session. Uh, one squat range session, um, one core session. Not just, life doesn't have to be about um, heart rate at um, 100, I think my max now is about 150, I don't hit 160 anymore. Even when I'm training really hard, maybe I'm not training hard enough. Um, But when I do the hard rowing session on the walk bike, I tend to just peak even the interval, the fast stuff at about 158. Um, I think, and I'm putting this in numbers and giving you data, I think too much of my training for the previous year has been at the top end of my heart rate. And the balance of my heart rate control has been skewed. And then if you bring that into the day-to-day vernacular vocabulary... It is, I train too often and too hard. And and so having the discipline of, it's like, for example, today, I'm a bit fidgety, got builders in, uh, done a bit of work over the weekend. I've got a long week ahead. Uh, I've done most of my work for today. And I should finish this pod and read a good book. I should finish this pod and go and do a school run. Uh, I should finish this pod and do 15 minutes mobility or I could finish this pod and jump on a walk bike and smash myself for 60 minutes. Now, <laughs> for the previous 52 weeks, I'm option D and I'm trying to get accustomed to the fact that I've got three training sessions planned the rest of this week. Yeah. Don't go anywhere near the bike. Throw the keys away. Do you find, Will, that you when you're absolutely like maxing out top end that you do you have like days missed training because you then have to sort of take a step back or like you get injured or you can't train or do you still just continue to push through that and just suck it up and yeah, dry eyes cupcake let's get this session done kind of mentality I tend to push through um and <laughs> you know maidenhead rugby club's back open so tuesday and thursday night this week i'll be there wednesday night there's a local team sevens team called the patchy sevens yeah, some ex-England sevens lads there. I went there last week. Epic. So what's a, what's a 50-year-old bloke doing a rowing session Tuesday morning um, <laughs> and then training Tuesday night and then walk bike session Wednesday and then Apache sevens Wednesday night. Uh, last week, <clears throat> last week was a real lesson for me because I, I only trained one last, last, once last week outside of the maidenhead stuff. Because I've done it. Absolutely body uh, done in, exhausted, bed at half nine, um, eight, nine hours kit when I could, um, still felt. So I'm sort of coming to realise that I'm not going to... You have to stop training when you get old, and this is what this pension, physical pension is all about. It's about... You would think I, I don't practice what I preach when it comes to fitness. I don't practice what I preach to the boys of backing off to speed up, of 
understanding why you're training and what you're training for and how different bits of it come together like a sort of Sudoku puzzle and eventually before you know it, it's all filled out. Um, Kaizen. Well, that's why I think that that's one of that's that's why it's great for everyone to have like a coach and a so someone sometimes to just input to us. It can be difficult to just do completely on your own, right? Um, and I also wonder whether um, well, I was thinking about like mindset when you said I love that 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 purpose of um, like pursuit of better. And is there an element where can you? Can you just can you take that and shift and just also apply it to your recovery, your like discipline of train when you've planned to train, not just everything? Can you apply it to like the the mobility? Like if you have that pursuit of um, of better with that like um, energy and enthusiasm for the rowing, the what bike, the smash If you have that same enthusiasm and, and angle it for those sessions. But then also angle it for when you're going to do your like corrective exercise squat stuff with us. Yeah. Like if you apply it to that, like can you? And, it, and I guess the question is probably like, does it excite you enough to to get that 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 sort of mindset applied onto those things? I think that's always the challenge. Yeah, what's really exciting about all this at the moment is again, even though I've lived in and around professional sports team, it's almost there's a great book I'm reading at the moment called Think Again by Adam Grant and it's the power of knowing what you don't know. Um, and what, I've just read that. that. It's good, isn't it? I really enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, and having the confident humility in life. So confidence to believe in what you've done, who's around you, what you can go on to achieve, but the humility to know that you need, you, you've got to continue to try and learn it all, not know it all. Um, and what I need to do is... is rethink unlearn to use adam's words my old methods of just maximum intensity with a little bit of calmness and 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 composure and low heart rate stuff to build to be an accelerator for growth and i don't mean in terms of smashing pbs or but an accelerator for growth in terms of my physical capacity uh, as I age, yeah. I like I the oxymoron a there, that you're having. A, by the way, the the glass of water out of a beer glass. <laughs> of, That's from the old rugby club, mate. You'd love that. It was yeah, like yeah, everyone drinks the old glass. Water, but yeah. I'm going to drink it out of a cause like glass because <laughs> then I'm both. Well, I'm doing both. The perfect way to hydrate and have fun. I think it's a real challenge for people, though, when you've come out of an environment and a career where it is about to, to get to the level that you've got to. And a lot of people will be the same mindset now. That's one thing CrossFit has done for, for fitness and well-being is that it's, it taught people that there was a thing about intensity that we needed to re- rediscover because I think a lot of training had got relatively pedestrian. But to switch that, that mentality off in that way that you've conditioned yourself to think about training over 30, 40, 50 years is, is, is not a small thing to do because... You, you rolling around on the floor doing a recovery session isn't what you've you've told yourself for your whole career makes you better. So you've now got it. It's a, like you say, it's a real challenge of re-education. 
And, and we always talk to the athletes about doing the least amount of training to get the most amount of change. That's kind of where you want to be. And it's, it's how we piece those things together to make sure that you can stay in the game. So the sessions that you do do really count. You can really go high, high end. You're not kind of like limping through it because you've not, you, you're kind of carrying a little bit of extra soreness, fatigue, restriction, whatever it might be. So yeah, I, I, I completely appreciate that. And I think it's a lot of people have the same problem of, of dialing it back to focus on uh, it's the it's, it's that's thinking ahead isn't it again it's thinking like, yeah. what, where do i want to be in a month's time what session the problem, is, the problem i've got is one of my mates in my training group is a mentalist he's got he's lost 27 kilos in lockdown yeah he's gone from 126 to 99 and his numbers and he's the one who's smashing the 616 out i've written a book oh, with him right. written a book with him we're just um coming out in September it was supposed to come out for the Lions Tours which is which focuses on some of the topics I've been talking about difference togetherness growth the pursuit of better um, l- learning leading growing um, teamship leadership uh, generosity humility you know all these topics we cover um, and he's A an insomniac and B his, his cadence is He's high, he has a high cadence. So um, editing, working, training. He plus the fact he sleeps and he's not proud of it. He understands that there's a correlation between sleeping four hours a night and dying young. His argument, well, is if he dies at eighty, he's actually lived the life of a hundred and forty-seven year old. Because he's <laughs> so he's not actually died young because he's done so much. I've had my hours. If, you, if, you, if you're talking awake hours, it's like well, eighties actually in reality compared to you, Greens, um, I've lived sixty-five years more than you because you like eight hours a night. And I so anyway, um, and the problem is we have a WhatsApp group and it just it just pings with his new session to do. I'm like, oh, and so there's no escape. You're like, oh shit, forget forget the long term plan. I've got to try and keep up with him. So, uh, but it's also driven me to train harder. I'll tell you what. Um, so I'm not I'm not going around in circles. It's just this this sort of weird fog. I think people get and people are talking about it at the moment. The lockdown has created where. Uh, I have found, weirdly enough, my attention span has shortened in lockdown. To really delve into a topic, I'm like, what's going on, what's going on? It's like, why am I rushing? I'm stuck at home. Why, why would you rush? And yet you find yourself. Um, and so you they've got, right, I've got to get training in. So if I'm going to, I've only got a short amount of time, right, I'll smash it. And do you know what? I know this is, sounds really strange. You, here's the thing that you guys have got to help me discover is... If I went and did a rowing session now, I could, like I said, when I started this, I'm not saying I'm miserable at the moment, but uh, a few things going on. Didn't sleep well last night. Uh, head's whirring too much. Not, I'm not, I'm not balanced at the moment. I'm spiking a little bit. Um, if I went and did a rowing session now, rest of my day would be amazing because it's the most amazing drug to go. Well. Might not have achieved what I wanted at work, but feel great. If I go and do a mobility session, I do feel great, but I haven't got I haven't got rid of what I felt earlier. So often for my mental health, 
the hard session is the only time I can turn the brain off. When I'm on a rower or a watt bike and the next set's coming up and I've got to do a, you know, we're doing sets of one 10 kilometers, one minute 10 on the, on the watt bike where I'm doing a reps of one forty five hundreds with one minute rest. It's like, forget about what's going on at home. Forget about work. Forget about family. Forget about builders. Just stay alive for the next freaking pull of the <laughs> oar. Um, what I don't get at the moment is the calmness from the stretching that could potentially do the same thing, mm. but I'm so ingrained to do the other one. Uh, it does it from like an aerobic same. session. Will. What's that? Can you get it from an aerobic session? Like if you can get on the rower or the bike or go for a run where it is like steady state, you're not. Yeah, it can, can I, you I can get it. Sorry, the steady, yes. Yeah. So tomorrow. The guys have sent out tomorrow's rowing session, and we're doing some steady. We're doing some bottom of the pyramid work. Yeah. Uh, and yes, I can from that. I still, and this is where you're. You guys are great. You're. I still haven't quite mentally tuned into what it is you're teaching me to do. To transition into a state of calm and sereneness you need to chuck some breath work in Jacko yeah well I'm th- there's you know when you said a little bit of like the um, that like being not like necessarily on edge but like the and th- that that balance there's like a lot of what we'd basically say like sympathetic tone like stresses and there's there's maybe and there's not stuff that's helping you um, balance that out um and you know it's finding it's finding ways to to be able to create that to create that balance that like works and fits for you and so um and this is one of the things that's great about uh, the programs on the app that we're doing that like we're able to we're able to change and tweak them um and adapt them as we go because we need to make sure you know the perfect training program for someone isn't necessarily what someone else is doing or even what you started off doing, it's trying to, it's finding out ways, exploring and experimenting and finding out the things that, that actually work with you and also give us the right, like mentally, those senses of achievement and accomplishment and feeling like you're improving and seeing that better. And, and so that keeps us motivated, keeps us consistent when we're motivated. Whereas, you know, at the moment, um, you're getting that like, that that endorphin rush or high or that sense of achievement from the those hard sessions and it's it's building in ways that we can create some that like positive feedback loop in your mind that makes you go okay when i do this I'm, it's it's different it's not the same i'm doing a session to like look after my body that as you said it's not short term it's it's long term yeah. and what can be difficult is when the benefits are longer term how do you how do you create that like short-term realization that make you then want to do it like again in two days time or next week or whatever the thing says, because yeah, it's, it's, we call it investing in physical pension because it's, it's that like when I, if you put some money in your financial pension, like tomorrow, you're actually just worse off because you could have just had that money in your bank account. Yeah. Um, and it's trying to get that mentality, um, across so that when you're, but you know, I bought some of those bands so I can do some of those glute walks with the things above the knee. So yeah. I'm there and going, I see value in it. And um, 
Well, and you were, what is, was, well, um, I'm creating a sort of, I'm creating a little jack on a little Tim. Yeah. For me to go, well, you're not really with me, but you are with me. If you could just do your, a better, better, better stand-up routine in between your stretching, <laughs> just to keep me a little bit entertained, uh, yeah, watching the same honestly, bit after a while. Isn't it? Tim's always looking so handsome and his haircut's well, you've, so you've gone and copied his haircut as well now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, those sort of stuff where I, I completely appreciate where you're coming from and, and that what you want from a training session, not, I'm the same. Like, I, like I'll preach about the, um, the benefits of this sort of stuff, but it, I don't, I'm not skipping downstairs in, the, downstairs in the morning thinking, oh, great, it's a mobility session today. Like, but I think that where your wins are going to come in is just it's, it's chipping away at it on a regular basis. So rather than, yeah. and this is potentially some type of thing, like rather than going Monday as a mobility day and doing 30 minutes, can you do 10 minutes th- on those three sessions that you've got prior to your rowing workouts? Because it still counts, right? It preps you for that session, but you're still kind of putting a little bit in on a, on a regular basis. Um, so you still get the buzz of the session, but you've also done something which is going to help you to, to, one, perform that session better, but then also prepare you or, or strengthen your uh, fundamental system for future sessions as well. It's, um, I think it's just finding that balance, yeah. and, and I think time is restricted on that sort of stuff. It's hard to do more and... Um, getting a 50 minute prep session before a 45 minute bike and blah 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 but it's um, yeah everyone's got to find a little bit of a system that works for them as to how they can get this stuff in agreed yeah so in terms of that the long term you've got obviously you're, you're, you've got the, the, the rowing event next year do you say oh well yeah we, I'm, I'm not sure when it is uh, I've got to be 50 and I'm the last one who turns 50 so okay. it'll be hopefully we'll, the first one will be 2022 Christmas and the yeah. boys boys will get away Bulgaria or somewhere or Hungary or <laughs> proper proper little tour it's an, it's an online event but you're all going to go to Bulgaria just to uh, Calcan they've got tracksuits yeah. of course they are they're going on an aeroplane somewhere have <laughs> you seen dodgeball yeah yeah <laughs> Um, so what I was going to ask is like to, to kind of make it personal for people. And is there anything that you, you obviously you talked about being in the pursuit of better and you're somebody who just properly gets after your training. Is there anything that you, you look at longer term that concerns you that your, your body's not going to be able to do in time down the line? Or is it, are you sort of I mean, yeah, you're obviously yeah. fighting some demons now? Is there anything that kind of niggles you for the future? I definitely want to be able to do that. And I'm, I'm going to be that's if I can't do that, that's going to be a real issue for me. Uh, no, uh, there's a variety of things that I can't now do. Overhead squats, shoulder reconstructions, pin too far forward, uh, working on little bits that might be able to help. But I've sort of let those go a little bit and thought, well, I can manage, do it. So my, my worry is, I love running. My worry is it's sort of 14 months since I pinged my calf on that run and my back. and uh, And this is why... The challenge for the SOC app is to get to a stage where I can run, perhaps not sub twenty, but get back to a twenty-two minute five k. Well, and enjoy it pain free, right? Yeah. That's going to be that's, that's the, the main. It's like yeah, because if if you're in pain when you're doing it, either one, it's not enjoyable, or two, you end up not being able to do it. Yeah, it's like it just freaking hurts yeah. too much. So that's that's the plan. Yeah. Well, I saw you. Did I see you backcountry skiing in the Himalayas? Oh yeah, well? I did that in the Himalayas. The backcountry skiing was—I do that in the Alps. It was the things you hear in Waitrose. I was heli skiing in the Himalayas last year. Of course. Um, 
that looked pretty epic. To be uh, sure. I saw that and I was like, I'm extremely jealous of that ride. Yeah, especially seeing as I'm a very, very, very average skier. <laughs> but but I guess it's that sort of stuff in the mix as well, right? It's having the lower body confidence to be able to go and get, go heli skiing, right? That's not for everybody. So no. If anyone's never done backcountry skiing, when you're getting that powder, it is flipping hard work. It's not a nice cruisy afternoon and down the Courcheval green slope is it it's, yeah. it's away from there they dropped me off in the wrong group with a load of Germans who'd grown up in the Black Forest who could basically <laughs> mono ski down the side of the Eiger uh, and there's me going pretty sure I wrote intermediate skier not Olympic as the guy they have, oh. did they all have matching track scoots on it was a proper <laughs> proper moment at the top going I'm in the wrong group and there's only one way down <laughs> and it's the Himalayas. What what can possibly go wrong? Well, you got down. You got I'm down. still here. So if you look at it now, so we talked a little bit about some of the, the struggles that you've got with um, with getting into this sort of thing. And for somebody who's who knows a thing or two about accountability and delivering performances when it counts, what do you think is the what strategies do you think are going to work for you to be able to implement some of this? I'm, I'm just thinking that those people that are listening thinking, do you know what? I'm the same. I can't help but just yeah. get in the gym and smash out an absolute monster session. But I'm keep coming back and I'm in pain. And, and we talk about this all the time, but pain is your brain's way of telling you that there's a problem with the system but they struggle to hear that message and do something about it do you think there's anything from your years of wisdom yeah. of experience and the wisdom that gained that could help with that uh, little and often little and often um, be kind to yourself um, feedback you know I've got I get it. Between us and our mates that are in our in our sort of rowing group, there's sometimes you can just tell one of the lads is tired. So the, the ability and honesty and transparency to to check out and go, just don't train today. Doesn't matter that we're all on here. Do one, go to bed, go back to bed, go and give the missus a cuddle, um, go do the school run, what whatever it might be. Um and what else what might I say is that there will be times that uh, you can switch off the brain as much as you could in an aerobic session doing one of your sessions because as I talked about those ITBs and the adductors and the foam rollers um, if you want a little bit of pain don't worry you can find a little bit of pain straight <laughs> <laughs> yeah the brain's not then thinking about that, that, all those other things no 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 most things disappear when you're like oh Oh my God, what's happening to that? So um, I don't know if any of that makes much sense, but um, yeah. all little little bits that I've picked up along the way. I think being kind to yourself is a big one. You make a great point there, and that sometimes we become addicted to training, and, and because it's training, we kind of tell ourselves that that's a healthy addiction to have, or it's okay to to do that. But the, the actually we can't get anywhere from a physiological adaptation perspective unless we allow the body to recover. So just digging a bigger hole the whole time only sends you one way into negative performance. Um, so it's that bit of doing the right amount of training, doing enough, being kind to yourself by allowing your body to recover. And it's not being lazy and backing off. It's just going, this is what my body needs today. It's to recover from what I did yesterday, the day before, which allows me to then come back tomorrow and go again and then continue to push that curve in, in the direction, which is to my advantage. I think that's one thing which people just, they get this, they get in the routine of training. That's what I do. I've got a train car. I've got, I'm chasing that endorphin rush all the time because training makes me feel good. But then they start to wear things down and, and the body breaks down because it's just not being allowed to get that regeneration. So I think that's a, that's a really important point. 
Yeah. Oh, and there's what you've said there, because as Tim said, it's a great question because there'll be a load of people that are in exactly the same, exactly the same boat or same mindset um, and struggle with the same types of things. And that's great advice for them. But equally, it's you listen, you almost listen that back, listen to that back yourself. It's like you've just give yourself like some some great bits of advice. Um, and I think probably one thing for people, if they're in that sort of similar position where um, we have goals and we're very motivated by uh, the type of session where you're really trying to push yourself and you don't have, and this is something I've had to learn, of like, how do I create a goal? It's got to be something that I really want to be able to do that means that I'll do a different type of session. So, you know, when I played rugby, I couldn't touch my toes, like hamstrings were that tight. And so, and I was like, I really wanted to be able to do that. Like, I genuinely wanted to be able to do it. And then I, now I've got other, um, like, movement sort of competencies or things that I'd like to be able to do that require me to do a very different type of session. And I don't, it's not the same sort of endorphin rush, but it's like, I'm trying to do this other thing, but it requires me to actually slow down and just mobilize a bit more and whatnot. And, and I've then got some measurable results of like, okay, yeah, no, that, that I'm getting way better at doing that. Yeah. Um, so it's trying and we'll, 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 uh, I've got some ideas that we'll, uh, we'll, it's an ongoing process working like with the, on the app with the, well, we have two sessions and do one later. We'll have two session two. Yeah. And we'll, um, we'll also look at, we'll also look at, uh, it's been a little bit, um, it's been an insightful session actually to, to, to get a bit more in depth on, um, on the on the mindset side of those things and i've got some ideas that we can that we can try and push into there and that's the key to life harvesting collective wisdom you know group thing why am i trying to reinvent the wheel when you've already built it <laughs> and we'll race off on that most i'm still on a square when it comes to fitness and stretching i'm still on those i've got a square wheeled motorbike like you see in those <laughs> cartoons <laughs> I just remember that when we first when we first did that session with you, um, which Craggy must be. I'd hate to think how long ago now. It was maybe to use half. It was probably uh, six half years ago, um, <laughs> something like that. But um, I remember we went. To, it was like looking at something that maybe lats were tight. And so we had like a um, just doing some soft tissue release on like lats. Where I, 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 all I remember was just like how. It was like you were trying to like bully your like shoulder into submission rather than letting him release. Yeah. Um, and I think that there's yeah that's that did stick with me because part because I was like that is exactly how I was um, and trying to yeah there's a there's there's times there's a bit there's it's almost like there's time for everything there's a time for like going that way and there's a time for going this way there's time for going hard there's a time for going easy and, and just like yeah it comes back to that balance doesn't it I think yeah we've probably yeah just reflecting on that yeah thanks mate for coming on and giving us your time we really massively appreciate it as no, always it's a pleasure catching you boys I'm going to go and do a stretch session probably I'll do it at 3.30 on another conference call and just put my headphones on in the garden and stretch nice. you've inspired me good man right boys in the meantime I'll fix my chuffing alarm See you later. See you later. Thanks once again for listening to this week's podcast uh, with Will Greenwood. Uh, you know, what a legend. And one of the things I love about Will is like just so open and honest and, and you know, doesn't, doesn't hold anything back. And uh, we really look forward to working with him uh, via the Scorecast Cynics app. 
uh, where I'm actually his dedicated sort of one-on-one coach. So I've got some I've got some work to do to to help uh, help reel him in slightly. But we will do that, and that's the type of um, thing you get with the with the app that is available now. It, it's been out probably a couple of weeks. Spaces are limited because the, you are working one-on-one with the coaching team, um, but it gives you the opportunity to get get help and support via the app um, ongoing. Um, week in week out and month in month out it starts off with a three month um, process because you know we believe that to make real changes we want to work with people and you don't get those you don't get those real long-term changes by just doing sort of a a six-week plan so um, we if you are interested then do make sure you check that out before um, those limited spaces because it's provided by the actual coaching team are taken up so that's it for another week, guys. We're not even going to ask you. I'm not even going to ask you to give us a review this week unless you happen to be on the iStore or wherever you listen to the podcast <laughs> and it's just right there in front of you. Then obviously just click five stars and, and crack on with the rest of your day. But go and check out the app. We're really pleased um, to have it excited or launched and, and give you more access to an expert coaching team. Um, that's really where we want to get to, helping people with that personal one-to-one contact to really kind of work through their goals and objectives. So check it out and uh, we'd love to see you on there very soon. But until next time, we're pretty much done a Jacko, I think. Until next time, keep exploring your physical potential through movement, strength and play. Class dismissed. <laughs>